Oh, I'm gonna miss you guys. It's gonna be yeah. I I um just I just want to say thank you guys. You guys have welcomed me. So I mean I've had so many people just come and encourage me through the whole weekend. Thank you guys so much. You guys have been amazing to me, and um, yeah, I'm really grateful. I um, and I'm so excited about what God is is doing in your guys' life. So many of you guys, actually a bunch of you came up to me and shared. It was really cool. You told me the different things that God's speaking to you during talk time or during the messages or issues in your life that he's putting his finger on. I'm so, so excited about what God is doing in each of you. And uh, I just want to encourage you um, to continue in the faith, to persevere, to keep coming to youth group and reading your Bible and, and pursuing what God has for you. Um, there's so much more. The proverb says, uh, the path of a righteous man, that's like someone who follows God, is like the light of dawn. It grows brighter and brighter and brighter until the noonday. You may feel like, man, this weekend has been the coolest thing I've ever had in my Christian walk. Well, it's just dawn. It's just dawn. God has more and more for you to grow in. And I'll just add this too. You know, um, if you've been here this weekend and you feel a little bit like, I kind of got left behind. Seems like all these other people had epic experiences and I didn't have as much of one. Uh, let me just say to you, Jesus' promises that those who seek him will find him. You keep pursuing him and God will reveal himself to you. I guarantee that. So don't, don't worry if that's your case as well. Just uh, kind of in closing, I want to start out with a, a story. Some of you may not know, but um, I studied public policy, and I actually uh, interned for Mike Pence back when he was just a normal person and not vice president. He was like a, a congressman at the time. And because I was the intern, it was my job to do very, very important things like make the coffee and replace the paper and... Uh, and make the popcorn. Our office was famous for popcorn. And, uh, and answer the phones. So I would answer the phone. I'd say, you know, Congressman Mike Pence's office, Kenny speaking, how may I help you? And, uh, and I would do that, hundred, like, felt like hundreds of times every day. And uh, one day I was in the office and I got a call and I was like, Congressman Mike Pence's office, this is Kenny speaking, how may I help you? And it was like, oh, hey, uh, this is John. And I was like, John? He's like, yeah, yeah, John Boehner. Do any of you guys know who he that is? Okay, a, a couple years ago, the 10 years ago, he was, he was the minority house leader. So he's the most like, powerful Republican in Congress at the time, or in, in, uh, in the House. So he's, he's, he later became the Speaker of the House. So he's one of the most powerful men in America, right? He's like, hey, hey, Kenny, hey, hey, this is John. And I was like, oh, John, Bain, John Boehner, oh, oh, hey, uh, let me transfer you to, uh, you know, to an important person who actually should talk to you, not me, right? And he's like, no, 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 don't transfer me. Uh, just tell Mike to call me. And I was like, uh, okay, well, I'll transfer. No, 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 just just tell Mike to call me. Bye. And I got off the phone. And people were like, who's that? I'm like, oh, oh you know, <laughs> I just talked to John Boehner, you know. And, um, and, I, and I basically said, hey, John Boehner said to have the congressmen call him. And they were like, good job, right? Okay. Mission accomplished, right? All right, thank you. I served my country. I served my country, right? With distinction, right? No, uh, but I, I, uh, uh, let's pray, and then, I'll, and then I'll tell you why I told you that story. God, I thank you for this retreat. God, I thank you for this camp. I thank you for the time we've had together. God, would you keep my friends? And God, as they go out, I pray that you, in, in the few minutes we have here, that you would instill in them 
a sense of mission. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. The reason I'm telling you this story is because what happened to me was something very simpler, simple. A very important man gave me a very simple message to pass on to someone else. And you may or may not realize this, but during this weekend and in your life, a very important man named Jesus Christ has given you a message to pass on. And just like for me, I was to pass it on to that office, each of you have someone that Jesus has wants you to pass that message on to too. Each of you have a school. Each of you have a family. Each of you have friends. Each of you have a city and a community and a neighborhood. And God's plan to save the world is you. Is you. He, I, I was, you know, when I got that phone call, I was like, oh, you should talk to somebody more equipped than the intern who makes popcorn, right? You should talk. I'm not worthy to carry this message. I'm not the right guy for this. And you may feel that too. Like, I'm not, I mean, they always come with these good arguments. I don't know, blah, 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 blah. Doesn't matter what you think about yourself. What matters is whether the person entrusting the message to you has decided whether or not you should take that message. And Christ has decided that you will carry his message. I know that may be scary, but it's also pretty exciting. I went home that day and I told my friends, hey, guess who I talked to today? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had a John Boehner on the phone. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, what did he say? He said, have Mike call me, right? You know, you know but, but do you see what I'm saying? It's, a, it's a, such an honor. I, let me pop this verse up here, 2 Corinthians 5. We read this earlier in the retreat. Um, I'm not going to read the whole thing because we're a little short on time. But it says here, in verse 19, God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against us, against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. So what does that mean? That means God has said, all right, people have sinned. They have broken like our relationship. I want them to come back to me. And I made a way through Jesus. And so I'm going to entrust that message to you for you to tell the world. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, that in him we might become the righteousness of God. God is calling each of you. God is calling each of you to carry this message. God is saying to every one of your friends, I want to be your friend. I want to know you. I want to forgive you. I want to give you peace. I want to fix your brokenness. I want to save you from hell and put you on the path to heaven. I want to redeem you. I want to take your brokenness and turn them into good somehow. I want to change your life. That message is for your friends and for some of your families and for your communities and for your schools and for your teachers. And God said, I'm picking you to carry that message. He's not calling me. He's not even calling Barrett and Catherine or your counselors. He's calling you, right? Because you are the ones who are there. You are the ones that he's placed there. He hasn't placed us there. He's placed you there. So how? I got to finish up quickly. We don't have much time tonight, but how? You know, um, well, first off, the very first thing, we talked about this earlier this week. The first thing is you say, okay, Lord. Okay. 
Because that's the big hurdle, right? The big hurdle at first is like, God's like, hey, I got this message, take it. And you're like, "Uh, no, (laughs) I'm too scared. It's too freaky. I don't know how. I'm not good enough. I just became a Christian myself. Aha, I can't. I, I can't, right? The first thing is to say, I'll follow you anywhere. I'll do what you call me to do, which some of you just saying. So, you know, I guess we got that one out of the way, right? Because you're saying it and meant it, I hope. You guys are like, whoa, what were we singing? I wasn't paying attention to the words. Oops. <laughs> the first thing is say, okay, yes, God, send me. And what does that look like? I think, I think one, um, I try to do this, is I always just say, hey, God, who do you want to share with? When on the airplane, when I'm walking around, when you're in school, just, just if you're, as you're talking with God, be like, hey, is there anyone you want me to share with? Is there anyone you want me to talk to? Anyone want me to tell about your love? Okay, but let's be real. It's hard to start, right? You're hanging out with your friends. You're like, yeah, you see that new movie? Yeah, isn't it awesome? Oh, yeah, check out this new dance move. Whoa, you know, and then, and like, whatever. And then, and then you're like, oh, yeah, and uh, do you know the meaning of life, <laughs> right? Can I tell you about Jesus, right, Okay. Um, and so it's sometimes hard. Well, here's a few things that I think are really helpful. Number one, you guys are all going to go back to school. When are you guys going back to school? Monday? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay, great. Perfect. Perfect. No, perfect. Listen. 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 Guys, guys, think about this. On Tuesday, I'm going to go back I'm going to get on a plane and I'm going to fly to China, okay? And on my way to China, what's going to happen? I am going to China to bear God's message to Shanghai, the city of Shanghai. I'm going on mission, right? That people call me a missionary. I don't call myself a missionary, right? But I'm going on mission to share the good news in Shanghai with foreign youth there, right? You guys see that? Can you guys be praying for me as I go? Yeah? Guess what? Tomorrow, you all are getting on a bus. And God is sending you to your schools. And listen, listen, if your homeschool doesn't matter, your communities doesn't matter, wherever he's sending you, he's sending you there. And just as much as God has called me to Shanghai, he's called you to the places you will go tomorrow. You need to understand that. I am not any more special than you guys, right? No, this is so important. This is literally how God will change the world. He's not going to change it through like six of me going to different cities. He's going to change it through all of you going to your communities with the message of the gospel, with the message of Jesus. So how? Well, I have a suggestion. You don't have to do this, but some, my youth group does this and I think it's awesome. Tomorrow at school, everybody wear this sweatshirt. Like everybody, right? Everybody wear this school and then what's going to happen? You're going to show up on campus and everyone's going to be like, what is that shirt that like... Like, I saw 15 people with that same shirt today. And watch, what's going to happen is your friends are going to say, hey, what's that shirt? And you're going to say, dude, this is from youth camp. They're like, youth camp, what's youth camp? Oh, you know, I wrote a zipline, it was cool. Okay, let's talk about lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's not what's going to happen. Then you tell them what God did in your life at camp, right? You just tell them. When they ask, you say, I was there and like, I felt God's presence. Or, I know you're not a Christian and you don't, like, believe in stuff like this, but I am, so can I just tell you, like, what happened? 
I had this time, we call it talk time. I was like in the woods and I had my Bible and stuff like that. And I was like sad about this thing. And then God just like, I felt like God spoke to me. They're like, God spoke to you? You're like, yeah, I, I can't quite describe it to you, but, but basically God, I found a message from God and it hit me and it changed me and it's awesome. You just share that. And they'll be like, hmm, that's interesting. But yeah, anytime you want to ask me more about this, let's talk about this, right? Another thing you can do, you can tell them you have an assignment from a weirdo named Kenny. He gave you an assignment. I'm giving you all the excitement, okay? You, I, my assignment is this. Find one friend and tell them the good news about Jesus. Go home and, and practice. Okay, let's see. Oh, God created us. We're sinners. Jesus came for the forgiveness of our sins. And now if we accept him through faith, we belong to him. That's the end, all right? Whatever. Practice by yourself. Practice with your mom. Practice with your friend from youth, from camp here, right? And then, and then go to your friend and say, hey, I, I went to this camp and like this dude named Kenny gave me an assignment where I have to share about what I believe with a friend. Could we get lunch and just like, I could just share it with you. It'll take like five minutes. And they'll, I almost guarantee your friends will say, okay, sure, whatever. And then you meet at lunch and you just tell them about Jesus. And then at the end you say, do you have any questions? Okay. It's very simple. Very easy. I know this is freaky, but who knows? What if that kid comes to Jesus? Right? What if that kid comes to Jesus? What if your friend who's struggled with depression and, and struggled with self-harm or something like that meets Jesus and he changes their life? Wouldn't that be amazing? And, and what if everybody here did one person, and half of them became saved. Think about what would happen. Wouldn't that be so exciting, guys? Do you see God has a mission for you, and he's calling you to it, and when you go out and do it, he will be with you. And even if you fail horribly, don't worry. God has your back. He is going with you. He said, he said I'm sending you out preach the gospel to every nation, and, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. I th- I'm going to pray. I think that's it. <laughs> Maybe Barrett can come on up and, and get ready after that. But, um, you know, guys, I, I hope you get this. I hope you understand God has a mission for you. Please accept it. Please accept it. If you're scared, ask a friend to go with you. If you don't know how, ask your counselor for help. Right? Go and, go and find a godly person and say, Hi, how do you share the good news with other people? Right? And show God's love. Don't try to argue with people. Don't try to convince them that they're wrong or prove to them. Just share what Jesus has done in your life. If God did one thing, this is one more assignment I'll give you. If God did something in your life this week, Find someone who doesn't know God very well and tell them what God did in your life, okay? Let me just pray for you guys and kind of like send you guys out. Jesus, thank you so much for my friends here at Cornerstone. Lord Jesus, I am so grateful for them and the work that you're doing in them. God, I know you are raising up powerful men and women who will change the world, carrying the message of the gospel, carrying the message of Jesus, living vibrant, alive lives with you, 
where they hear your voice every day, where they seek your paths and obey you, where they enjoy you and love you and are passionate for you, and where they carry the message of the gospel, of the good news of Jesus to the world around them. God, I just pray in the name of Jesus, you would help them to do all this by the power of the Spirit, not in themselves, not in the flesh. I pray that you'd encourage them in the times that they feel down and discouraged and want to quit. And, and I pray that you'd send, send just rivers of living water, of encouragement when they need it. God, I pray that, I know some people here, they've really met you this weekend, but, but in a week or two, it's going to be hard as they go back down. I pray that they remember what you've done here and bank on your faithfulness and not on their feelings, God. I pray that you would help them to grow strong in the faith, to grow deep in the word, to be more, more and more intimate with you in prayer and in worship. And I pray that you would make them strong, that their roots would go down deep into you and that you would strengthen them. Lord Jesus, we love you. We thank you that you are always with us, that you will never leave us. And we put all of our hope and trust to do the things that you've asked us to do, not in ourselves, not in our will, not in our talents, not in the fact that we have great mentors or anything like that. All of our confidence and our hope is in you. Thank you, Jesus, that you're always going to be with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. amen.